all meet back up at the docks. And you guys, yeah, you have the necklaces of water breathing. Most of you do. Hugh doesn't need it because he was he's literally built different than the rest of you. Also, are these necklaces made out of pearls because of oysters being under the sea and such? They're pearl necklaces. They're literally, if anything happens, this party will literally be clutching their pearls. What you're uh, saying, if you have no, them, typically I'm going to give them all of us pearl necklaces, necklaces in one day. Pretty much. Typically, I give my wife a pearl necklace. I don't like to wear them personally. They clack too much. Ting, ting, ting. This is great. But yeah, so you guys are waiting, and you, from the distance, soaring, just gliding down towards your general direction, and he's just. So Bird Boy reconvenes without the rest of you. <laughs> but yeah, so all of you are at the docks. You guys were told by Romulus where you would need to enter in order to start your journey down to the kingdom. You are set at said entry point, which funny enough is literally about a couple feet away from your actual ship. Yes. What do you guys... Is there... All right, then. <laughs> so I guess the question is, who's, jump, who's jumping in first? I cannonball straight into say, the like, water. Turn into something, or do I stay in my form I'm currently in? What do I do? So oh, Corvus. that's right. Oh, that's right. Two pieces of string, one on Tidak, one on Soren, and we're going shark mode. Oh, yeah, because we don't know how good these uh, necklaces are, right? I've used them before. <laughs> I pull the artifact crystals out of my pack and hold them in my hands as I walk down. <laughs> yes! Nice. <laughs> Just there like, is a 20-foot air bubble around me. That's right. You picked those up from the underwater ship. So you're li you're literally just a hamster ball now rolling into the ocean. <laughs> He's going to stay perfectly dry. And rolling, 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 ling. And I'm just oh. looking at all the others and laughing. Question. Did we in Soren notice he wrapped that rope around us at all? You know what? Give me a, Both of you give me a perception check. Intentionally fail it. Okay, so you intentionally. Yes, perception against sleight of hand. Alrighty. Sleight of hand herself. I don't really like how this is going for me. I have a nine. Oh yeah, we're busy having a conversation. I have how a natural twenty on my sleight of hand. <laughs> about how much we don't want to go into the water. The last time I got pulled into the water, I didn't like it, and I don't think I'm gonna this one. Can we choose to stay on the land? Can we just fly over them? Or We can't fly in water. It's a oh, massive... Oh, Mikey. Mikey. What's up? I'm not going reef shark. What are you about to do? You're high enough level to be a sperm whale. I am <laughs> level to be a giant octopus. Hello, my name is Bob. But, as of course with every other time I do, because of the aesthetic of Hugh, he is a giant turquoise shiny octopus. We, we don't see him turn. Does he goes in the water and turns, or does he do this? In yeah, the I, I dove into the water and then threw the ropes out and then turned into one and just dragging you. Yeah, so you guys got five seconds before you get dragged in, so what are the final like things you say? I feel like this is like a giant rope thing, just and just all of a sudden. Just... It's like, yeah, I don't want to go into the water. It's last time I was there, I was like, ah! That's, I'm good with that. Yeah, so you both have, so Soren and Tidak, you guys have this conversation, and then suddenly you feel that you are pulled off the dock, and you feel the water collide with your body as you both are now underwater, and in front of you, you see a shiny turquoise octopus with 
two ropes wrapped around two of its tentacles, just literally charity, <laughs> like being a chariot and t- pulling you guys along as the everybody is going down. And the best thing and is t- the way an octopus swims, it forces water across its thing, so there's jets of water hitting you in the face. Like, literally, you're getting worse than, like, the usual, because I'm swimming at 60 feet per round. So it's basically just... Bedden is laughing and waving from within his dome of air. Oh, and Hugh waves right back with one of his, <laughs> one of his tentacles. Oh, this is amazing. Fuck Fucking water. Do you really want to tick me off as an octopus with an ink cloud that I can shoot onto you? This is JC we're talking about, but I'm going to let him answer that. I'm not trying to tick you off. We I'm just art hitting this. the shock factor of being yanked into the water on, on, no, on no one's yeah, thoughts. I think, I think fuck use is probably fair, honestly. <laughs> oh <laughs> my goodness. Animate this. Seriously, I would love it. Hugh, you're dragging Tidak and Sword. Fedin is literally hamster balling it. You know what, Corvus? Let's go to you. Like, Corvus, how is your form? What does it look like with you going underwater? Having a couple experiences in water at this point, he's, like, taking in, like, practicing his, like, brush strokes under the water, maybe throwing in a little, like, butterflies and kicking. Maybe he does, like, a little dolphin thing and tries to wiggle his body like a noodle. He's just going through many forms of how you can swim under the, underwater. And you're doing it beautifully. <laughs> at one point, Cor- at one point, Corvus, there's a dolphin that swims by, and you just grab onto its like <laughs> fin and just have and it swims you in the direction. We're having like a free willy moment. Yes. Hugh sees how long this is taking, just whips a tentacle out and grabs Corvus, takes him along for the ride. It's like, ah. At that point, he just goes limps and just is just like going with the turbulence at this point. Oh, I pulled you in the, like close to the head. You're not getting turbulence. Oh, cool. To look at my giant lifeless eye. I'd like pet the top of your head or something. <laughs> not the sound effect. <laughs> you guys ever play an Octodad? That's what I imagine yeah. right now. <laughs> I am definitely a human male dad. I am human male dad. Oh my gosh. We have fun here. And then of course, last but certainly not least, Dodic. I need to know because you're still wearing your heavy armor. So how does that... <laughs> Look at are you just sinking to the bottom? I'm just floating gracefully down to the bottom. You can't float. You're just you're just like slow descent. It's the same thing in my case. It's literally the reverse effect of feather fall just under the water. It's fin fall. Fin fall, yes. Oh my goodness. It is a great a graceful descent. It is beautiful. I love it. Alrighty through a variety of different methods, mostly Hutopus dragging along. <laughs> Listen, you turned into an octopus, you are now Hutopus. <laughs> I'm a huge Topus is what I am. Touche. Alrighty. Through a variety of means, you guys continue to descend into the ocean, and after some time, you guys finally based on the current and what you were told from Romulus, you guys, after a little bit of just passing your standard sea animals, coral, there may or may not have been a mermaid or two that you all saw down there. He was saluting as he's going by with the other tentacles. <laughs> he's like, hey, hi. I'm the mermaids Hello. and the mermans, they just like stare at you and they're just waving back. One of them just smiles, waves and gives you a wink you. Hugh blows them a kiss. Yes. <laughs> Love it. 
But after a bit of the same scenery with some fishes and some coral, you guys coming over a enclave of just some more coral, you guys in the distance see the kingdom of Brine. The first thing that stands out to you as you guys get closer to the city, you notice that it is lit up what seems to be it's lit up by some sort of bioluminescent jellyfishes, just a plethora of them surrounding the city and are kind of floating and lighting the city up as well. And as you get closer, you notice that the structure of the buildings of the city are also coral based. So my best interpretation is I'm going to be a total weeb here. So for those of you that watch One Piece and you watch the fish, the underwater fishman arc, so literally the underwater city where all the buildings are like coral and seashells and all that good stuff. So this is not the fisherman's wife arc, right? Uh, no. <laughs> so much. You do an octopus with a bunch of tentacles. That is very true. <laughs> but we don't have a ginormous mermaid who cries every five minutes. Not yet, anyways. I actually liked her character. I was one of the few. Ah. <laughs> uh. Her brother, her dad was hilarious. Development, how she grew up. If you watch later on, she reappears, and she's much more mature when she does. Oh, yes. That kind Very of much. when people get older. <laughs> Sorry for spoilers, if anybody hasn't seen that. Bro, we have 3,000 episodes to get through at this point. You're fine. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so as you guys get to the entryway of the city, you guys, there's not really any guards, per se, at the entryway, so you guys are able to get in without any trouble oh i have good stealth we can stealth our way in all right so y'all want to stealth your way in then what's the name of the city again it is not brian shut up it is the key it is called the kingdom of brine so b-r-i-n-e so just brine i swear i will disconnect you so hard (laughs) jbl (laughs) don't make me turn this don't make me turn this octopus around (laughs) all righty We'll rewind a little bit. So you guys get a little bit before the entryway. And just for the sake of narrative wise, actually, I'll ask Al, do you think that your party would understand Hugh? <laughs> no, he can't speak. When oh. I'm in wild shape, I can't speak. to. If I had telepathy, I could. That is I very true. Before I'm... Yes, no. You're, you're, you are mad at Hugh and being dragged along at 60 feet per second. <laughs> That's fair. I can still speak for him. All right, so is that what you want to do, Tydak? I can. Are you, are you too busy yelling at him in his head? Yeah, it's true. Like, the minute you open their <laughs> mind up, it's just like, you son of a bitch! I'm stuck down here and you're dragging me. You said you wouldn't do this. Fair. <laughs> so I'll leave it to you, JC. Do you want to... Uh, what? What's the deal? <laughs> I'll do it, but I'm throwing a quirk of fuck you each time. Okay. So, Hugh, you just... Uh, Tidak, you opened your mind, so to speak, and you connect with Hughes. And Hugh, the first couple of things that you hear is, fuck you, I hate you, fuck you. All warranted, I understand. <laughs> you rage quit. <laughs> See, you got your rage quit in this game after all. I got it. I'm so happy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> there, go- there goes oh, your ability to Lord. talk to Hugh. It's beautiful. Oh my goodness. We lost the telepathy, folks. Jace is gone. There's no tele- he, Jace passed out from just the inertia of being dragged through the water. Oh my gosh. The G-force from suddenly stopping after being pulled 60 feet per round. 
rattled his brain. Okay. Imagine not being used to moving 60 feet per round, at least. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, hey, he's back. But we are. Oh, no, we, we basically just said that Tydak was not used to moving that fast in any capacity, so he passed out for a second. Therefore, he couldn't talk to you. I'm back now. Leave me alone. Nah, fuck that, bro. You give me so much grief. I'm going to give it right back because I love you. <laughs> Love yeah, my fault my computer sucks. You've known that for the two years we've been doing this damn campaign. That is very true. All right. But now that you're back, so after the couple of fuck yous and I hate yous to Hugh, you have the floor. All he said was, that's very warranted. I understand that I told you I wouldn't do this, but I'm not a shark. Bag of water. What do you do? Do you have any responses to what they're saying to you? They're saying stuff to me? I didn't realize they were saying stuff to me. Well, maybe if you'd slow down a fucking bit, you'd be able to hear them. At that point, you just stop short and you go flying forward and then tied on the end of the rope. I don't appreciate the collateral damage. I know, you. the same thing happened to you. <laughs> Who said something to me? Who asked me a question? That's a good question. I did miss that part. You were going to ask... Uh, okay, let's establish it. So after Tydak and Soaring bounce back after you suddenly stop the whole entire party is about a, 10 or 15 feet away from the entrance of the city and then hugh you had an idea but you would need to share it with tydak first so tydak oh, okay. is just oh. yes yeah, so. my apologies i missed out yes i'm wondering should we perhaps sneak our way into the city or should we announce our presence and just appear there as emissaries of a place that these people hate Lad. I've been running in a giant 20-foot bubble. If they haven't seen me yet, they've got shit guards, and we don't need to sneak anyways. Tidek, did you talk to Ferrin? <laughs> he doesn't know if we should sneak in or not. Should we, small man? You just called Ferrin, small man. Oh, no. First I'm up off. here. He's down here, so he looks smaller. Repeat First last off. statement. He doesn't know whether we should sneak in or just kind of... First through in. Uh, no, I'm repeating man. my last statement. Oh, okay. I'm repeating my last statement. Oh, okay, okay. If they haven't seen a 20-foot bubble coming across the seafloor towards them, their guards are shit and we don't have to sneak. Aren't displacing 20 feet of water, which is a lot of pressure. That is a lot of pressure, yeah. Okay, I'll say to Tidek, no, I don't even, yeah, I'll just say, that makes sense then. Would you like me to let you and uh, Soren go then, and I can swim on my own then if you want to walk in? Because we are at the bottom now. You don't have to be dragged. I'm already here. I don't care if I'm being dragged anymore. She's going to say you're going to stop the ride now? <laughs> Soren says you're going to stop the ride now? And on that, Hugh just jets off. <laughs> Fuck! So... What I'm hearing is y'all are just going to go straight first through the front door, proverbial front door. We're going to go knock on the door. Cool. Yep. Okay. Knock with his head. My head's very soft right now. <laughs> it might go. <laughs> no. Uh, alrighty. As the denizens of Brine are just on looking. Right before that, Hugh does just say offhandedly in his mind to Tydak, just so you know, I am a cuddlefish. And he grabs him close. No, no cuddle, no cuddle. To walk through this door. Oh my! Anywho, he's just gonna go. We'll get to the door and how you knock on it. But you, you don't want to be a calamari warrior, I'm like. No, at this point, I think I'm gonna be a fucking suicidal warrior. <laughs> no. Oh no. 
Alrighty, so he's gonna kamikaze me against the door. <laughs> no, I'm gonna calamari you against the door because I'm a giant squid. Ladies and gentlemen, that was a great session. I'm gonna see myself out. <laughs> no, we still got an hour. <laughs> Fine. I paid for this session. I'm getting the whole damn time. <laughs> you pay for shit. Calm down. <laughs> I paid in my time and effort for this campaign. You better get into it. Fine, be that way. <laughs> Anyways. So Johnny this is octopus swimming along. Yes, y'all just asked for. It. We're getting an hour of lore. Let's go. No, it's that's like one step above the shopping trip episode. Oh, God, that's no. Literally, y'all took an hour during the shopping episode. That's literally an hour when I edited it. I was like, how the hell did we manage to do an hour of it's shopping? A shopping episode. The things that take an hour are to shop and to try to get through one door. <laughs> it literally was that. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Every single person had to go shopping. So every single person needed at least 15 minutes. Do we know where our paladin has ended up at this point as he was sinking by himself? The land by the gates? (laughs) You You know what? Dodek, roll me a D6. A D6? (laughs) Am I going to have to go on a find this guy? No, roll low, roll low, roll low. That's a six. Boo, you're fine. Dotting, as you were floating down, somehow you managed to catch the current that kind of just pushed you to. And as the rest of your party's getting ready to, like, this is going to be fun. As the rest of the party's getting ready to crash through the gate, so to speak, you come just floating down in front of them. You're like, what's up, guys? You got pulled along and, with that trail that to, fucking Hugh was to... even behind. Am I able to speak, or if I try to speak, is it all going to be gerbils? No, you're able to speak. The necklace allows you to breathe underwater, so you guys are able to speak. So as soon as I touch down, I look at everybody, literally everybody, because nobody has faith in me, and I just say, graceful descent, bitches. Yes. (laughs) Hugh raises a tentacle for a high five. (laughs) High five. You get stuck. And then immediately you... And then Hugh just takes off. Yep, and I take off. Shit. Okay. So. Off, feels fucker. So. Picture this, right? The citizens of Brine are going throughout their normal day. And then all of a sudden, like from a distance, you hear people screaming. They're like, oh, my gosh. As like coming around the corner. This is the perspective of what the average citizen is seeing. So they see a shiny turquoise uh, octopus dragging along a gem dragonborn, a Alwyn Aarakocra, and an Asimar Palatin still in his full armor gear. And I have Corvus as well up on my head. And you have Corvus as well. So they just see this shiny turquoise octopus with these four people just jetting through the streets. And then following up, they just see Fed in his little bubble just like exactly just literally just rolling around at a nice jaunt a little brisk of a pace i literally see it as hugh coming in from the horizon all years done oh my gosh we have fun here (laughs) so as you are all jetting through the streets eventually by some miraculous miracle do we have our damn fear with us Actually, no. He stayed behind with Lady Red Axe as he said he was going to help her start getting the defenses and all the teams together. And Romulus is still at his tower, so technically you're on your own. You throw a lot of freight. 
It's true. But we've arrived. So you have arrived in front of the door to this palace, which is also decorated like a giant coral reef with the minarets of the castle towers, like in the conch shell kind of spiral design. And again, on the front of this door, it is surprisingly, the door is made of mahogany. And <laughs> it is also and it is also engraved with a variety of sea creatures. And but yeah, you are at this and you're at this door. He's going to take the ropes off and let everybody down and put everything down. But he's not going to drop form. He's going to act like you're familiar and just stick around right by Tidak. He's just going to be like hover this giant octopus hovering right behind you, just looming. So you're so literally you're trying to make it look like Tidak is your is your mess. He's my only only person I can talk to. That's true. Get scared, please. Don't get scared. I'm holding it in. Don't worry. I will release it. Ah, uh, you guys may be eating. <laughs> That's literally what I'm waiting for. I'm so excited. It's going to be so funny. Oh, you guys made me eat. <laughs> someone know the spell enlarge reduce? Can someone, <laughs> you know, shrink him? All uh, I can picture is SpongeBob walking with the giant jellyfish behind him. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> This is glorious. But yeah, so all of you are at the front of this door. All of you are standing slash floating. Fennin is like dirt joeing it inside, like Bubble Boy inside of it. Who wants to knock on the door? I guess I'll take like the pommel end of my glaive and... So you're literally just go... And after... Yeah, and after the third knock at Tidak, the doors just... These massive doors just swing open. And as you look, as the doors are opening, you just see this large coral reef garden adorned with a variety of colors of coral and small little fish kind of swimming through it. And in the center of this garden, you just see a clear pathway adorned in a different shades of blues of mosaic tile leading to a, in the distance, a series of steps that lead up to the main castle and as you guys have the door open I let's see I need everyone to make me a perception check real quick <laughs> is that okay that's an 18 Ten. natural 20 25 no <laughs> no <laughs> you've been breathing too hard in your ball and it's all fogged up and you can't see anything <laughs> That is beautiful. And then, Tarek, what did you get? What did you say? Perception? Correct. Nat 20 plus 3. Yeah. Oh, man. What the hell? Very nice. Everyone, except for Fedden, you guys see that as as the door opens and you're taking in the inside of the castle, you all take a look around and you just see... Not necessarily the citizens are being menacing or threatening, but there's more of a curiosity as a lot of them are just looking at you guys with more of a sense of inquiry and intrigue as they're just like watching you guys, but they're not looking to do you any harm, but they are curious as to see as like, whoa, what is happening? Like, what's going on? Weird regalia of people. Yeah, you have a regalia of people looking on. Fedden, you are in your little bubble, and for some reason, somehow, it is all fogged up, so you don't really notice this as you're trying to clean your bubble to get rid of the fog. <laughs> exactly. 
Buster on. Alrighty, so the gates are open. I'm assuming y'all are gonna go inside, or yeah. I'm waiting for Tidak to move. I'm gonna move with him. I guess I'm just walking in. Alright, Tidak, so you walk in. You, Hutipus, you are following behind him, and the rest of you follow behind. I grab the end of his tentacle so I don't get suctioned, but I'm gonna hold on to one, so he's just carrying. <laughs> We're holding hands. Let me tell you something about my best. <laughs> I love you guys so much. This is fun. As you guys walk through the garden and eventually you walk up the steps, along the way, again, you catch the eyes of a lot of the citizens, but you also catch the eyes of some of the guards. Again, they're not looking at you like, oh, we got to stop them. We're going to kill them, but more of a curious case. And eventually, you guys make your way up to the top of the steps. And in kind of an open air design in front of you, just an opened archway and inside you can definitely tell at the far end of the room, you do see a throne made up of a bright pink coral kind of design and color scheme with this throne. And you obviously see a carpet, a matching kind of like coral pink carpet leading from the archway all the way up. And as you step into the doorway, you immediately recognize, based on how big this room is, the regalia of the different banners in the same design with the design of a conch shell with two kind of scimitars piercing through the conch shell as somewhat of a, a kind of family crest and coat of arms, so to speak. You guys find yourself in the throne room. And obviously, at the end of the throne room, sitting in the throne, is this bright turquoise Saugin. So just to let you know, Saugin is more... It is a fish person. It They are similar to... Similar looking to... What's the closest fish they would look like? They basically look like a nicer version of an angler fish. So they're a little, they're not as ugly looking or as terrifying, but they have some of the same facial features as an anglerfish, but they're not as terrifying and they look a little bit better. And you just see this bright turquoise Saugin sitting on the throne. And in one hand, you just see him holding this bright gold trident. And on top is a pink, a coral pink like encrusted crown on his head and as he sees you all walk in he just straightens up a little bit and then stands up and begins effortlessly floating towards you and eventually you all meet in the middle as you guys meet in the middle you all end up having to look up because granted the distance made him seem a lot smaller than he really was but he standing in front of you is like this eight and a half foot sow bright turquoise saugin with the trident in his hand and he just looks down at all of you and just stares at you and gives in a weird way he gives you this kind but a twisted kind of smile as you see the razor sharp teeth perch out a little bit and as he's done smiling he just looks at all of you and says Huh. It doesn't seem that we get that many visitors from the surface down here. What can I do for you, my little fleshlings? Give us away. I see that you're wearing necklaces, water breathing, 
And no, this is made for me by my mother. So this is the DM. This is out of DM. Tidak, are you lying to the king right now? No, smart ass. <laughs> okay, I just need to know. Tidak's mine. He was like, try this. Hail and well met, mighty king. We are ventured down to have a parley with you and perhaps speak upon a matter of grave importance. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, the octopus says, Hail, we come down of great importance for... What'd you say? At this, You are the king here? <laughs> At this point, Tidak is like, Remember, I have a nine in intelligence. <laughs> the player John knows this and is loving every minute of it. The, the Hugh is just like rubbing the temple of this giant octopus like, oh no. Yes, and then fed it. <laughs> And then immediately after this, Fedin just goes, so are you the king here? King Aquaticus obviously is not a dead giveaway. Looks at you, Fedin, and says, that it would be. And who might you be, little one? I had to make sure you are not an emissary. I am Fedin Hammerstone of the Scorch Shield, sent by Lady Red Axe's Waterdeep. We understand you had dealings with a certain wizard. Romulus, I believe his name was? So... As soon as you mention the name Romulus, right? <laughs> you see this kind of more joyous expression turn sour a little bit. And again, he's not directly looking to attack you, but Fedin, as you mentioned Romulus, his expression grows a little bit more sternly and is just please tell me he did not send you down here. I already told the last I already told the last three parties he sent down here not to interfere with what we got going on. And yeah, I'm going to tell you the same thing that I told them. You all can get lost. Oh, forgive me. We are not sent by him. We are sent by Lady Red Axe. Due to your relations prior with him, you have a key to the magical defenses of Waterdeep. And Waterdeep is going to be under attack soon. So we were sent to negotiate his return temporarily. And might I ask... Who would be attacking the city? A group of pirates known as the Black Armada. Huh. So it seems they're still following through with their plan, despite my saying no and aiding them. Interesting. Baron files that away, but does nothing. He doesn't <laughs> have are. time for fancy words right now. People's lives are at risk. And also, if he speaks too many words, he's going to fog up his bubble again. My camera's off, so you cannot see how many knuckles of my middle finger are raised at you. It's okay. How many knuckles <laughs> do you have? Gosh dang it. Two knuckles. Like like only two knuckles. <laughs> He's probably doing this, so it's all three knuckles. I didn't know if he had a fourth one for a super finger. Who knows? <laughs> oh, this is the super finger. Oh my gosh. Hey, if you don't know who Dane Cook is, you know this is a super finger. I know that's what you were referencing. No, Dane Cook does pink and stink. No, he references a super finger. That's what this is. Super finger. He's changed his work thing because it used to be two pink, one stink with Dane Cook. Oh my gosh. Any... all that out. No, we're keeping it in. Listen. He starts to float around. Not look like he's dangerous, but just. Making a circle and looking at things. Is he making his way downtown, swimming fast? And I need you. And I no. see you. <laughs> and I was. <laughs> so I was in Coles earlier today, and that song came on. 
for those who can't see me at home, I have a shaved head. And I immediately started doing the Thai cruise. No! It's my favorite song! Yes, from Terry Crews from White Chicks. Back and forth. Yes. And I didn't realize, I'm doing this to myself under my breath, I didn't realize there were two teenage Hispanic girls nearby who apparently have seen the movie because they both cracked up laughing super loud and ran the other direction. Just giggling as possible. Laughing, seeing a giant bald white man doing it, anyways. That's also funny. <laughs> they want to talk about mother. <laughs> anyways, either way, yes, I am floating around doing a circuit, looking as if I'm just an animal that has lost interest in everything. But I'm trying to clock what else is around here and get an idea. But also maybe circle around behind the king. It's just spinning around in my head because I'm still <laughs> holding on to this one tentacle. <laughs> yep, I'm <sticking laughs> with me. You're big enough to the room, I'm sure. I'm sure I'm probably standing still, but my arm's probably spinning, no, following no, no. you around. I'm big enough. Yeah, you're just like you're like the bottom part of a balloon. You're just going around. <laughs> He's the weight on the balloon that's moving around. Yep. Oh my gosh! You drive round, round, round <laughs> when you swim round, when you swim round, round. Oh my goodness! All right. You're Winnie the Pooh. It's I'm just a little gem tied. <laughs> Floating around and under the sea. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. <He's> rolling. <laughs> it's Amador. He's, anyways, a Tidak as you're looking around. <laughs> King Aquatica looks just you as just, what are you doing, little octopus? It's, I'm just going a little, not answering him. I can't understand him. Oh, hold up. And you see him tap his trident a little bit and be- it begins to reverberate a little bit, like emitting sonar. And it's like, all right, let's try this now. Can you understand me? So, try speaking, little octopus. So I will say to it. Sorry, what was that, Jace? The octopus. So I said, what do you want me to say to it? Oh, no, he, the octopus can speak. I should be able to understand him now. Am I understood now? Is this nice? I understand you. And it seems your little gem dragonborn friend understands you. But yes, I can understand you. I am connected to him. He is who I follow on occasion. Oh, Are we rolling insight against deception? Yep. Okay. I would like to put my two cents in and say that's a half truth, but that's just me. Go for it, Mikey. That is going to be a two. Yeah, I rolled a ten. Not much better, but you beat, definitely beat me. King Aquatica just like nods and says, okay. All right, I see. Well, we're discussing something, and I just wanted to float around and explore. To breathe, right? <laughs> what? Again, nine in intelligence, thinking all creatures need to move underwater to breathe. Oh, okay. That actually, you know what? That's actually not that far off base. It is a, an assumption. But also, he would have, be able to move the inside of his head in order to move water across the gills, which makes sense, yeah. So King Aquatica just looks at all of you and is just like, then it's so you are here to retrieve the key to the magical defense system for Waterdeep, correct? Floating around. Time being drug with me. Then? Yeah, yes, ma- yeah, magical defense. Yes, we need that thing. Why are you pulling me this way? It's awesome fish. Are you hungry? I had a long swim. Oh my gosh. While the two of you are like just floating off screen, so to speak, 
King Aquatica just looks at the rest of you and just says, That is a little bit troublesome to hear the Black Armada is on its way here. Why is defending the city of Waterdeep any of my concern? Because innocents will die. Sure, the innocents of the surface world. But... Remember, you're talking to Submariner. That ain't gonna help you. (laughs) Wow. The pollution from the top will sink to the bottom of the ocean, and then it'll also become your problem. Oh my god. (laughs) It's true. The detritus of a burning city is gonna ruin the ocean. A lot of ash. Oil and... Don't forget gunpowder, and then if it's burning, there's giant clouds that'll cover the sky, and eventually... I don't know if I'm... Wait, hold on. Let me look at my intelligence. The blood of the impure? I have an 11. I have average. It'll block the sunlight. The weird things in the water will stop doing its weird things. Hmm. I looked at all of you. Did he say he was the one kind of fish thing that had the lantern in front of it to draw enemies to it? It's like an angler fish, but Fedden, you were going to say something. Fedden just looks at everybody else. The weird things in the water. Yeah. What are you talking about, Corvus? They're like really tiny and they're like little fellas almost. Little fellas. Yeah. Sometimes during certain seasons, if you put your hand in the water, you shake it, it makes the water bright. You high? No. It's it's the lack of oxygen. We're all fucking high. It's phytoplankton. (laughs) I'm describing phytoplankton. The fuck is phytoplankton? Hold on. <laughs> not a blue whale. John knew exactly what you were talking about the whole time, but Fedden knows mountains and stuff. He doesn't know a whole lot about the ocean yet. So he thought you were being insulting by saying the weird stuff in the ocean. Oh my gosh, I can't breathe. Run the, does the plankton run the chum bucket? What's going on? No, stop! <laughs> Not you're really going off the All deep the end. While, Tidak is on the worst merry ground he's ever been on. It's going up and down and up and down. Anyways, <laughs> Aquatica, we really need your help. If it will become your problem eventually, because if they can take over water deep up there, what's stopping them from coming down here? Also, you don't know what they're capable of. You've only seen them in what did that wizard guy say? The last fifty years. Fifty years is a long time. The Amarta can change. I can't believe I'm saying this, but <laughs> this was... You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to give it to you. Corvus... Yes, in a weird way. Corvus, uh, roll me a persuasion check and just give me a flat check. Don't give me... <laughs> At first, I was going to give you disadvantage, and then I just thought it was too funny, so I'm just going to have you roll a regular persuasion check. Okay. Do I even if have it range? I will also let anyone know if anyone wants to help, too. You can give him advantage. <laughs> can I help in any way? Yeah, we all give advantage. So, Fedin, what, what do you say to help the cause? <laughs> I can roleplay this. Okay. Yeah, so Amador, w- w- just hang on to it, and we'll see what happens. So go ahead, Fedin. <laughs> Forgive me, multi-sea king, but we have limited time to negotiate this. What is it you would desire for the use of the object for a period of time? Funny enough, I don't necessarily need anything. And in fact, if you can grab it, then it is by means all yours. I just took it out of spite. I don't really have any use of it. Though I do need to warn you that the 
being able to get to where it is the easy part is being able to retrieve it that's going to be a little more difficult. And where would it be we need to go, King? At this point, Amador, why didn't you end up getting with persuasion? So I have no charisma, so it's a <laughs> flat 15. Okay, that is enough to be a success. With Fedin leading in with the seriousness and Corvus, you explaining why it becomes King Aquatica's problem. At the mention of it is, and looks at both you, Fedin, and you, Corvus, if you want to know where the key is, it is located not too far from here, but the outcove of the city. It is in, the key is being stored in a little cave known as Kapu Cave. But I do warn you, like I said, getting in is the easy part. It's being able to retrieve it that's going to be a little more difficult. But by all means, if you are able to retrieve it, you just bring it to me. That way I can take off the anti-magic that I put on it, and it is yours. Thank you for your time. We'll take no more of it and be on our way. And Karen begins hamsterballing back towards the cave. <laughs> Alrighty. So after getting some directions led by Fedin, you guys all make your way once again through the city and you make your way to about to the outskirts where the cave is located at. As you arrive to the cave, granted in the distance you see the bioluminescent jellyfish still lighting up the city, so this light is still coming down here. But as you're staring into the mouth of the cave, there is still light, but you get the feeling of a more sinister aura coming from the cave. The cave looks like the entrance is it has stalagmites and stalactites that are patterned to look like giant teeth, though they are not actual teeth. They just look at a glance. They look like a creature, but it's not really. And you're getting a more ominous feeling from the inside of this cave. But you are on the outside, so obviously you guys are going in. So what is the marching order? Is Tidex still holding on to my tentacle, or am I just... I am still me? holding on to your tentacle. <laughs> All right. We're going in first, then. Yay! So By the, the team... way, this armor is bullshit. It's not helping. <laughs> so we got Hutipus and Tidex leading the charge, who is following behind them. <laughs> I guess I'll follow behind. If he's attached to me now, we're a Tidipus. All right, so Team Ti Team Tidipus is going in first. Then it's Dodek, who is following behind Dodek. Do you have dark vision? Like I said, it's a little ominous, but the light is still going, so you're, you'll be fine. <laughs> I have dark vision. Yeah. Right. Flame tongue scimitar, and I'm gonna ignite it so that it has. <laughs> so I have. We have 40 feet of light. You're gonna use a flame tongue <laughs> underwater. <laughs> It's going to bubble and do nothing else. That is exactly what happened. Again, don't care. I tried. <laughs> the entire party, I can just imagine the entire party just looks at him. No, no, no. Fucking all, all the water around the blade is just bubbling and boiling. Tentacle comes down, dope slaps him upside the head, keeps going. Hey, don't give smack me. One more time. Oh my gosh. All right, so it goes Team Titopus, then it goes Dodek, then it goes Fedin, I think I heard? Yes. All right, and then after Fedin, well, I should ask, between Corvus and Soren, which one of you wants to take the back? 
we both can at the same time. Hey! <laughs> oh, look at JBL's face is priceless right now. <laughs> it was right there. I had to take it. It was a, it was an opportunity. That joke lands at 11.34 p.m. here. Of course my face is going to be like that. <laughs> I want to be in the air bubble with fucking fed in fed in so, <laughs> so i can't, don't get impeded when i shoot my fucking arrows just to answer jvl's question i do have dark vision <laughs> all right so corvus at the after asking permission which fed in i'm sure you give permission for corvus to enter your bubble oh yeah come on in <laughs> All right, so you yeah. you enter his bubble, and so you two are sharing the bubble, and Soren, you're taking up the rear as you are manta-raying it with your wings into the cave. All righty. As you guys enter the cave, it takes a couple of minutes as you are traveling into this cavern, and again, you all are able to see the light is shining through from the city as well as the sunlight, surprisingly, through this cave. And after a couple of minutes, you guys enter this very large circular antechamber inside of this inside of this cavern. As you look around at the walls that the walls of the cavern have been smoothed out and you see a variety of images depicting different sea monsters, not creatures, monsters. And as you look around, ones that you recognize, so there's krakens, there are giant reef sharks, there are giant squids. But, and as you take a look around, in front of you is this giant mural of what is depicting a large kind of squid-like creature. And in this painting, in this picture, that it has some razor-sharp teeth and tech tentacles with like protruding like spikes coming out of each of its tentacles as it is in the midst of some sort of scream in the side of this painting as the other sea creatures look to be swimming away from it but more importantly in the middle of this room on a coral earth is the best way to put it you see a spherical object just sitting there. And based on the description from Romulus and from King Aquatica, this is the key that you need to grab and return so you can give it back to Romulus to activate the magical defense system. This is going to go well. I touch it or... You puts a tentacle in and grabs for the key because he knows if his all of his hit points go down, he'll just turn into Hugh. All right. I let go of Hugh. <laughs> you abandon him. <laughs> You're just like, oh, nope. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Goes the tentacle. All right. So, Tynak, you let go and you just float back to the rest of the group. And Hugh, you're just grabbing it. You're literally... Do I want to say it? Yeah, I'm gonna say it. You're suction. You're, you're literally suction suction cupping these this ball. <laughs> yes, I'm suctioning the ball. Oop, no. Okay. As grab the sphere. There's a brief couple of moments where you're just holding your breath, and at first nothing really happens. So you're like, okay, cool. No traps. No nothing. And as you turned around to the rest of the party, the you just are just like, hey, we got it. Cool. Let's get out of here. As you turn away from the altar. The rest of the party, you guys 
are smiling towards Hugh. And then all of a sudden, Hugh, you also see this too. You just see a giant shadow begin to form over the rest of the party and yourself. And Hugh, as you're looking at the party, you just see their faces and their eyes go wide and their mouths just drop to the floor. Hugh, do you turn around? <laughs> no, I ink. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh you <laughs> No, but not at them. I ink at whatever that shadow is. Oh, okay, <laughs> cool. If I release the ink cloud, there's a 20-foot radius of ink that extends around it underwater, and it's heavily obscured for one minute, and I can dash as a bonus action. Okay, that's cute. <laughs> yeah. Ink and GTFO. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I ink and it'll start to run and grab everyone with me as best I can with the tentacles I have. Ah, uh, that's cute. <laughs> I know, I'm not going to escape this, but hey, use the octopus for what it's made for. Cool. You know what? I'm going to say, like, it's cool. So you're able to just ink and dash and, like, literally blooper your way. You grab everyone, and as you're making towards the entrance, you just see, like, these four giant spiked tentacles block the entryway. And you just literally, like, cartoonishly come to a skid, skidded stop in the water with everyone just, like, hitting the back of you after recoil. And those tentacles are still there. And as you look around, remember that giant squid with the razor-sharp teeth in the painting? So no. as... As you all turn around, you see the actual life-size version of what was in the painting. You see this giant (laughs) squid-like creature with the razor-sharp teeth, with the protruding spiked tentacles, just float there looking at you with its giant, like, eye, so to speak. And it just grins this very nasty little grin and as you look into the teeth remnants of what look to be bones of other sea creature and potentially other humanoid creatures just encased inside of its mall and yes is this like a gargantuan or a huge or this is a technically it's a large creature so it's one size bigger than we are yes and as it smiles all of you just hear this guttural like noise making and hugh you can understand animals correct i don't have a spell for that no okay then (laughs) for narrative yeah even though you all can't understand it you get the sneaking suspicion that it literally just guttural growls it's dinner time and that is where we're going to end the session right there (laughs) yes so again Hey, listen, I got to leave y'all on a cliffhanger because when we come back for the next session, it's literally going to be a giant ass fight with this thing. So this is going to be very interesting. You guys are in this underwater cavern and you are fighting my homebrew monster called the Deep Sea Devourer. Yeah, that doesn't sound ominous at all. No, it doesn't. I'm honestly, I'm really excited and I'm proud of this monster design. It's really fun. But to everyone that has been listening, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Call of the Deep. When we come back with next episode, we're entering combat, y'all, with our party stuck in this cave with this giant deep sea devourer. Will they be triumphant in avoiding to become Dindin for this creature? Or will this be the end of the Scorched Shield? You're going to have to tune in next episode to find out their fate. But until. Hey, guys. Yes, this is going to be fun. But until then, 
remember for all of us here at vibe tribe productions remember take care of yourself love one another and as always keep those good times rolling (laughs) damn (laughs) until next damn until next time we will see you later but until then ta-ta for now This has been a Vibe Tribe production. Remember, take care of each other, love one another, and as always, keep those good times rolling. We'll see you next time.